All the balls. All the balls. All the balls. All the balls. G'day guys, welcome back to part three of our season preview. Uh, we're going to start straight off the bat with the Broncos. We reckon they're going to be fifth on the ladder this year. Uh, dropping out of the, oh, I think that was second last year. Well, dropping out of the top four anyway. Yeah, we, we, we reckon they're going to drop out of the top four. Still reckon they're going to be up there. Some big losses, we'll go through the team list. Alright, I... It's the team list you'd kind of expect, considering that their the losses they've had in the offseason. You got pretty bold while she's staying at at fullback. Got Corey Oates making return back on the wing. Had a really strong offseason, from what I've heard. Partnered with along with Jesse Arthurs. Obviously, Stags Cobo in the center pairing. Center pairing is Cobo jumping in for Herbie, who's obviously going to Redcliffe. Halves, Mam Reynolds, Jensen jumping in for. Tommy Flegler, who's also gone to Redcliffe, jumping in with Payne Haas. Coach's boy Walters at number nine. You got Pierre Cura, Ricky, and Carrigan. Pierre Cura jumping in. Cape obviously going to New Zealand. Ben Smoothie, Fletcher Baker coming in from Sydney Roosters. Kobe Harrington and Xavier Woolison. Strong team, very strong team. Very, very interested to see how Cobo goes playing one in. I've always been a little bit critical of his decision-making. Obviously, that is enhanced if you're the centre in defence. You've got to communicate a lot with your 5'8", back rower, and your winger. You can't just go shooting up looking for the big plays. How do you see this one going, Caleb? Um, well, yeah, I think centre is probably the most difficult position to defend on on the field. I can vouch for that in my under-15s <laughs> days. It is a... Pain. Yeah. Can't imagine versing people who are a lot more talented than the reserve graders I used to <laughs> play. No offense, any of you boys I used to verse. Much love out there. <laughs> um, yeah, Cobart Center is interesting for me. He he's uh obviously got this he's we know he's got the talent in attack. Uh I just don't know if he's gonna be able to replicate the work that Herbie did. And also I will say, I think you're losing too much on the wing with him there, with him not being there. I agree. You've got one of the most naturally gifted players. Not everyone can be built like Greg Inglis. Yeah. But obviously he is. I would keep him on the wing. I think wing is almost more important than the centre these days. Yeah. His finishing ability is second to none. I just don't know how he's going to go at getting the other winger involved. He's a very run-first player. I don't know if his ball skills are up there. I watched a bit of him playing for Wynnum. And even at fullback, he was very run-dominant and had a few errors in his game playing with the ball in his hands a bit more. Yeah. Obviously, we'll see how he goes at the start of the year. You've got people like Dean Mariner who are banging on the door in reserve grade who is immensely talented. Who could obviously do a job in the centres that I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a crack if Cobo were to struggle. I I reckon yeah, I reckon they give Cobo dunno, round like, ten at the latest. Yeah, two months. Yeah, I reckon they give him that and honestly I see him going back to the wing. I reckon Dean Mariner is he has more of the grunt work in him at like Herbie used to do. I mean you look at the grand final last year and Penrith's game plan was smash Herbie and Jesse Arthurs and Herbie ran through them. Like, 
you, you can't you, replicate that. You can't, yeah. You can't expect Cobo to do the 25 runs a game that nah. Herbie's on. There's only a couple centers in the comp who can do that. I just think uh, Walters just needs to make Cobo's game plan super simple. Don't overcomplicate it. He just needs to run hard, do the dirty work. If he sees an opportunity, go for it. Yeah. Is... So, he's going to be... It's it's so tough. I reckon he's going to get smashed in center. Like, they're going to throw everything at him, too, because I... Like you've got Mam, Cobo, Oates. Missing Capewell, too. Missing Capewell. Like, that's not the best defensive edge in the world. No. Obviously, Mam, not by any means a bad defender, but just a smaller body. It helped having someone of Capewell's stature helping him. He, 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 Especially having Herbie, who was such a strong defensive centre as well. Yeah, he was... Uh, and Capel was just screaming all... Like, the whole time they're defending. Like, every player on his side knows what they're doing, where they have to be. Uh, it's going to be a big change on that side. Stags, obviously, he's... Like, he needs... I think he needs to step up this year. He had a pretty good year last year. I just think he still make. He has some games where he'll just like drop the ball like freaking five times. Yeah, or something. he really struggles with consistency. He's had a really his injury runs gotten better. He still had those couple of niggling injuries that do hurt him. I just think he needs to go looking for the ball a bit. I think sometimes he waits for the ball to come to him, mm. and obviously when he does, one of the best runners of the ball we've seen in a long time. But I'd like to see him just go in, look for the dirty work a bit more. Yeah. Bump up those hit-ups. Like, he's good enough to do it. We've seen what he can do at his best. And I think he'll have to take a big step up because I think there's potential for the Broncos' backline to struggle a little bit, moving Cobo in and losing someone of Herbie's stature, who I feel Herbie last year took over as the best outside back I'm... in Brisbane outside of, obviously, Reese. I agree. I think... I, I mean... I think Herbie was the he, he was probably had a better season than Reese like consistently. Well, Reese Walsh has an incredible amount of upside. Let's just talk about him anyway. Can he replicate his rise to fame last year? There's going to be so much more pressure on him now. He's almost taken the mantle of the best player at Broncos. Yeah. I think he's the best outside 1 to 7. I think he's the most talented I'm going to say. I think obviously Reynolds will pull the strings. I think Walsh plays his best when he's second phase. Yeah. If he's sniffing around the middle, you've got your big boys who can offload. Yeah. Carrigan, you've got Haas, obviously. And, like, you blink and he's gone. Really. Yeah. I, if I was him, I'd just be sniffing around that rock. One offload, who's going to stop him? The bet... I've, I mean, I've heard uh, people say this before, but I always say it. And the best thing about Reese Walsh is that, you know, he'll... He'll make a few errors, but he's not afraid to to keep trying the things that he's doing. And some of the things you can do, you jam on him, and if you're not jamming perfectly, he's going to skip to the outside yep. or step inside, and he can go left, right, see you later. I mean, yeah. He watched him do it against Penrith in the he, grand final. He, he literally left Nathan Cleary like wondering where he was. He sent him to the shop because Nathan Cleary thought, okay, I'm going to rush up on him put some pressure on him and take away his time to think and Reese Wells instantly left footstep bang put Mem over for a try man yeah, if you're gonna he needs if you're gonna that first contact with him needs to be good first contact you yep. can't grab at him 
He's a strong little boy. He, he is. is a strong little man. Um, is Mam going to be able to replicate the second greatest stretch of footy I've seen in recent history? He was like one try. I mean, he was twenty minutes of Nathan Cl- of the best footy you've ever seen played away from a Clive Churchill medal. He scored a hat trick in eighteen minutes or something. And he was. I dare say Broncos best player in that grand final. He was so good. Like He's... I, you couldn't. You literally could not defend him. Yeah. That's the best defensive team I think we've we've seen in the modern era. I do say that will give him a lot of confidence, but he's also become a target. Yep. To Bron- um, other teams now, they know what he can do. They're gonna strip away, sorry, strip away his reaction time. And you don't have someone like Herbie Delean on this year. Yeah. I um, I think the losses of Herbie Flegler and Cable are going to do a bit more damage than people are first glancing. So do I. I think... I mean, a lot of people saying, yep. I mean, I know I agree. Herbie, huge loss. Huge loss. One of their best players. Flegler is a massive loss for me. It's who's going to step up with Haas. Obviously, Carrigan's going to do what Carrigan does. But... It's, that's so much pressure to put on Haas' shoulders now. He Haas is always going to be... He's always going to be, the, you know, friggin' pushing 200 metres a game, making 40 tackles, barely missing one if he misses any. He's always going to be doing that, but he needs help. And at the moment, uh, Jensen looks to be... Looks like he's going to take Flegler's jersey. He has a big... I mean... He's got to obviously warm into it, obviously, being a starting front row. But he's he's got a lot of pressure on him, I think. And I, I hope the Broncos fans don't, like, add to that pressure by, like, giving him shit if he has a few off games because it's not easy boots to fill. Flegler is a great player. I think Walters will go and speak to Jensen, tell him, 20 minutes, I want you to just do all that dirty work, make yeah. your hit up, get us on the front foot. And then give someone like Willison to jump in there as that impact player to kind of help out a bit. He, I think Pierre Cura has massive shoes to fill. He's obviously hits holes like the best of them. Yep. Whether or not he can stand up in defence like Capo did. If he struggles with that, people are going to be targeting that left side all game. One thing that I think would have happened last year is he probably would have been probably hanging off Capo if he was... If he was Pretty smart. Like he would have been hanging off the the most experienced, most cap um, back row. Uh, I think I'm hoping he learned a fair bit from Capewell while he was there. Um, hanging off and replicating are two different things. Yeah, that's I will it. Say, they so are different players. They are different, different players. players. Uh, Jordan Ricky, I thought had a friggin' brilliant year I last think year. He's in for another big year. He's so do I. Matching that intensity with being smart. Yep. He's not. He's not making the the silly moves that rookies like tend to do. He's also not. A, he's a. He's a leader in that team now. Um, It'll be very interesting to see what were to happen if Reynolds were to go down. Obviously, you got Jock Madden to come in, but Reynolds just steers the ship. Such a level head doesn't seem to get flustered. Yeah. Very often. I think he he helped. I mean, I don't think he helps Ma'am a lot. Yeah. If he if Reynolds is there, Ma'am has so much freedom. To play what's in front of him. They and need to structure the halfback to yeah. help him play off the cuff. 
And people saying that Mam will be the next halfback, I don't think you would take him out of 5'8". I'd keep him at the 6 if I was Walters. I think that, like, obviously they've got Jock Madden. I think that Broncos will probably be on the market for a, another halfback. I think there is someone coming through, but I can't remember his name. Um, Reynolds has a couple of years. Yeah. It's just, he, his body needs to hold up. That's the issue. Yeah, and I feel like teams will be putting so much pressure on him. Yeah. He's going to get whacked, whether or not he can still bounce back. Yeah. Uh, Interesting to see how Fletcher Baker goes, come over from Roosters. See, I was interested in this. Obviously, um, Kevy sees something in, in him. I haven't actually seen much of him at tough. the Roosters. He was a bit stuck behind, you know, your butchers and yep. your Crichtons. Oh, they've got a stacked forward line up the Roosters. I think he'll jump on in the middle. Yeah. I think there'll be a rotation of him, Heddington. I think Willison will be used in smaller frequencies. Like I think he'll be a real impact player. I mean, he's an absolute monstrosity of a man. He's a big boy who runs hard. If he can stay healthy, the sky's the limit for him. Imagine having him and Payne Hass lining up. It'll be interesting how they do with their nine, because you've obviously got Blake Moser, I believe his name is. He's flying up the ranks. I wouldn't be surprised if a struggling team went, look, Here's half a mil for a few years. Come play first grade. That would Happened be... to Walsh. Yeah. to the Broncos. It's um, it's going to be interesting because, obviously, it's too early to say, but a lot of people relate... Re- um, thinking that Blake Moses' game is... Yeah, <laughs> I got through it. <laughs> uh, Blake Moses' game, very similar to Cam Smith. Like, not the Harry Grant-style hooker, but he knows how to control the game. It's tough. Walters is almost in the position where if he plays a couple of bad games, he doesn't get back into first grade. Yeah. I like Smoothie's game. I don't know if it fits in with the Broncos system, but... He seemed to kind of lock down that 14 towards the end of last year, which is strange, because, like, I thought Corey Pakes was having a good season. Yeah, you got four first-grade quality hookers, and only two of me playing first-grade at a yeah. time. Like, it's a good problem to have. I think we might see Blake Mo Like, so long as Walters still continues his form, I think Blake Moser might maybe play a few games this year in and around Origin. I but think Smoothie needs to have a really strong start to the yeah, year. Yeah, because it's his spot that is it's kind of... It's his spot to lose. Yeah, and I think by next year, Blake Moser probably gets the nine, but we'll see how he goes. Um, yeah. There was rumours that Kobe Hetherington... Uh, could have been playing Lock Carrigan going into the front row, but I don't think that might happen now. I would keep Carrigan at Lock. I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't move. Fix him. anything that's not good. broken. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Not like, really much. The only thing that I think might change is Dean Marino is definitely pushing in for one of those back spots. I, I can see a world where Cobo moved back to the wing. I think that's his best position at the moment. Yeah. Just while he. I think it's. Like you said, I think wing's more important. Like you get you pr- you probably get more ball unless you're really caught asking for it. And I, I don't know if Cobo has that type of personality. And like, I think it's got such ball dominant center in Stag. Yeah. Like I don't think Herbie was ball dominant. I think he just went looking for the yeah. ball a bit more. Yeah, he did. That's exactly right. Like and the if only you just get someone in the centers who gets to a lot of work and gives Cobo good ball. Like I think that's. A better solution than moving Cobo in one more. Exactly. Like, yeah. 
that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I think they will go through stages this year where they might struggle defensively. I think just that, the left the left side concerns me a lot. Yeah, Capewell it made it made a huge Such difference. An in underrated defense. difference. People don't realize. Yeah, and they won't realize until it's happened. Yeah, that's exactly right. Very interesting to see how they go, but we got them in fifth. Obviously, would not be surprised if they push higher up on the ladder. Um, They'll be knocking on that top four. Yeah. See how they handle Origin period as well, now that they're a bit um, bit thinner. Yeah, 100%. Um, the next team we've got coming in at fourth, because they always seem to find a way into the top four, is the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, like, look, Melbourne's Melbourne. We'll, we'll run through their team real quick. you got Papi, Papenhausen back at fullback with Coates and Warbrick in the centres. Our oh, wings, sorry. Meany, Rima, Smith in the centres. Munster Hughes in the halves. Walsh and Kamakamika in the front row with Harry, Grant, and Hooker. Back row, we've got it as Katoa and Bloor with Josh King at lock. And then the bench, Garlic, Nass, Trelario, and Sua Falongo. Um, their back row and lock is up for interpretation. I, The more I look at it, the more I like the idea of Lario back at back row and Sean Bloor at lock. Yep. I could see a world where Josh King coming in after 20 minutes and playing an hour in the middle. I don't see that being a bad shout. I think it suits the way he plays better. I and think he... That way, it just pushes Nass a bit wider, which I think he excels at. Like, yep. you could chuck him on after half hour on an edge. And if he's running off Munster, like... Over halves... Yeah. ...is dangerous. Like, Na- Nas was not playing enough last year. I think they put too much pressure on Nas. I think he's an impact play- yeah. player. I don't think he's a 60-minute grinded out. He's a half an hour, kill people, yeah. rest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with his body size, he probably he definitely is more of an impact player. I um, I wonder if now I, that they're pushing for far longer, Garlic gets dropped for another big. That's, that's gotta, the thing. They seem... They, I, th- I feel like he will. Well, you've got that Lazarus from the um, playing at the Sunny Coast who's been making waves. He's another big body. He looks really good. He's got that Kamakamika build, just that big body. Yeah, I could see him having a crack. You never know what Bellamy's going to do. I don't think Bellamy knows what he's going to do sometimes. He's a very... He's, he, he plays what's in front of him, old Bellamy. Um, Their forward pack concerns me a little bit. They just Walsh looks like he'd aged a little bit. Obviously, coming back off an ACL that first yeah. year is always a bit of a struggle. This season will be quite telling. I feel like if he doesn't have a big, a big season this year, maybe his best days might be behind him. Yeah, we'll see how he goes. He's obviously got the good mentality. He he'll get through all the work. Yeah, I just, I'm not sure with Walsh and Kamika. Like it's they've seen Melbourne have had gone through so many stages of having such big dominant forwards. They seem to struggle a little bit in the middle, and I think that kind of hurt Harry Grant's running game a bit. I think Grant was better, or not better, more effective when he when Garlic was doing that first 20 minutes and Grant was coming in and just running through people. I agree. He's coming into tied forwards. Um... Massive, massive year for the halves. Munster said it himself. He had an off year last year. Yeah, he he said he lost confidence, which is strange for someone like him. Like even he said, he said it doesn't sound right. I'm a confident guy, but I lost confidence in my footy, which 
is telling. You could almost see it when you watched him play. He he just didn't really pull the trigger with much that he did last year. Yeah, and Hughes, like, Hughes' best asset is his running game. I feel like he didn't use it enough last year. But it's That's the thing. I love both of these guys as halves, but they are both good runners. Uh, yeah, their best asset is their running game. And when you got... I, I thought Katoa last year was very good. Such a good hole runner. Gets them a mountain of work. Yeah. Running off Hughes, I think they could be a good combination. Oh, 100%. They've had a full season to gel together. If he's a threat, it opens up Hughes' running game more. Yep. I uh, think I think Katoa will have another good year this year. He's... I mean, I, I find it hard for him not to. It's kind of the... The footy is so open. The games are opened up so much now by back rows, and he just he he just like has, is one of those players that has such a great running game, hits a great line. Um, I think he's going to have another good year this year. Yeah, fingers crossed that Pappy can stay healthy. Yeah, from all accounts, he's had a good off season. He's look from what I've seen, he's looking relatively healthy free. Healthy free, injury free. <laughs> sorry. He's looking healthy. Ah, oh, we know how good he is when he's healthy. He's one of the most electric players in the comp. Obviously, just, last full season pushing for an Origin jersey. Yeah, he had that number fourteen jersey nearly wrapped up before he went down. Yeah. Be interesting to see how Meany fits into the centers. I think he'll slide in. I think he's that kind of player. He he'll adapt to it. He reminds me. Him and Garrick kind of remind me of like similar sort of players. They, they do. Yeah, they do. They are very similar players. Meany has done a great job at fullback, filling in for Pappy, but... I feel like Bellamy, if Pappy were to go down, touch wood that he doesn't, yep. I feel like he's going to keep Meany in the centres. I don't think uh, Meany will move. That's we got Falongo, who burst onto the scene last year. be interesting to see what they do with him, because obviously you've got Garlic as well, who's also a utility. I can see a world where Falongo jumps back in a reserve grade for a bit, just so he's playing consistent footy. Yep. And then you'd bring on another forward... And, um, yeah, I would love to see Far Longo start playing more, but... There's just no room for him there. Backline's pretty set in stone. The thing is, last year they had, like, injuries, and they were chopping and changing centres like there was no tomorrow. I think they're going to... They want to try and keep Manny and Remus Smith Remus there Smith for the year. Remus had a bit of injury issues last yeah. year. Hopefully he stays healthy. He does a job on the centre. He, he gets to his work. Obviously, Warbrick, this is his third year... Uh, in the NRL now? Definitely improving. Yeah. I thought he took a good step in the right direction last year. Obviously, big athletic wingers. Yeah. Him and Kosar, like, probably close to the two biggest and most athletic wingers. Yeah. They, I'd like to see Coates take that next step again. So would I. And I am one of those people, I thought, going from Brisbane to Melbourne, I thought Coates was going to end up at Melbourne as the best winger in the comp. I was well, waiting for him to score twenty five tries yeah. a year. It just never happened. I don't know what I don't know what the go was, um, but he did seem to start hitting his straps towards the end of last year. Uh, same with Warbrick. Warbrick was getting better as the year went on, and I think he's going to keep getting better. Obviously, coming from Union. Um, who else we got? Harry Grant. He's going to do what what Harry Grant does. He's the best hooker in the game, and I'm pretty sure there's like a bloody it's 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 Harry Grant, um, daylight, and then the next best hooker I think, which is yeah. hard to say, but I think yeah, I don't think there's much argument about Harry Grant. 
being the best hooker in the comp. You just need to put the forward pack to get a good go forward. It's really hard to be an effective runner when you're on the back foot. He's the captain now too, so um, it adds a little bit of pressure to him, which, um, I mean, not pressure, but he's going to thrive with that captaincy, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, The biggest thing, as you said before, is I think Sean Bloor at lock seems like the best way to go about it. Look, he plays some good footy for the Tigers. Yeah. He's obviously moving into what I would say is a better system with Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne need that mongrel in intensity in the middle. They've lost that identity a little bit over the last couple of years, losing the Bromwich brothers and Kafusi. If it was up to me, I'd put Bloor at lock. I thought Trent did a job last year on the edge. Yeah, it was consistent. He's a, he's a workhorse. Yeah, he's one of those. Josh King can get through his, his work, yep. coming off the bench, giving the boys a bit of a rest, and then Nas can be an impact player, chucking in when need be. Yeah, well, like, if their forwards all hit their straps, bench players as well, they're, they're not looking too bad. I don't think their forward pack matches up very like as well as it has in the past against some teams, but, I mean, as we saw last year, I think Melbourne had a very down year last year, and they came third. Like... They always seem to find a way. I just... You could tell me they're going to make a prelim and I wouldn't bat an eyelid. It's just the, the kind of team they are. Uh, a player I wanted to talk to you about, we haven't got him in the 17 because he has only played one NRL game, as far as I'm, I know. Um, Jack Howarth. He, what's, yeah. He's on a huge, con. I mean, like a long contract to Melbourne, still playing reserve grade, just can't seem to break that squad. What do you reckon is the go there? Oh, look, uh, who knows? Like, he's so young. I've heard he's been playing some pretty good footy up in reserve grade without setting the world alight. I I just... It surprises me that they had so many injury issues in the centres, and yet he still wasn't able to get a crack. Yeah. Um, Which, like, I'm not sure what the go is there. I, I just... I mean, yeah, like, he could have easily came in as a centre last year. I do think he's... He's got more potential at back row. I, I would put him in the back row. All well, he needs is like, opportunity. He it just it first first grade game ended it didn't got didn't get to finish it. Yeah. Did a head knock obviously, but uh, it's just a bit tough. You got like Katoa, Lario, who are obviously already established there, and then like it, obviously you've got Nas and King, and you've got you know, Tepai Marolas who are still pushing in, who could definitely get a bench spot there over him. Yeah. It, um, Aaron Penny's around still. He can so easily slide in there as well. He's a first grade player. He is a first grade player, and I really like Penny. So do I. Big boy, I can see him jumping in over garlic or far longer, just a bit more oomph in the middle. Yep. Um, with Howarth, like last year, I think everyone knew that Melbourne was struggling with forward depth, and he still couldn't like get there. I've, I'm almost at the point I think Bellamy is just biding his time because he knows he's not ready yet. Yeah, but patience, it's a double-edged sword. If you're too patient and waiting, you could lose the opportunity. Exactly. But the only positive they have is that he's signed by he's signed for a fair bit, yeah, I think. He's got another couple of years left in his deal still. It's a five-year deal, I believe. Yeah. Um, Look, that's... I could see them finishing top four. I could see them finishing in the bottom four of the top eight. It's hard to... 
I, you couldn't see them dropping out of the top eight. No, they've, I got, think... they've got a bit in and around. They've just got too much talent. Yeah. It's just whether they, how they stack up to the bigger team. They, they struggled last year. Obviously, had a score put on by Broncos and Penrith. The word from anyone who I've heard out of Melbourne camp is that, like, they've had a great off-season. They know they, la- they were, like, slacking last year a little bit. And I feel like that they're going to have a big year this year. All their main players are going to have a big year. Munster, if he if he has like a great club season, like Melbourne could, like Melbourne could be pushing for the top two. Yeah, they could. The sky's the limit with them. They've got all the talent in the world. Yeah. They're just going to put it all together this year. Yeah, that storm. Next team we've got is the great South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah. Very disappointing year last year. It's halfway through the comp, uh, halfway through the season, they were leading the competition. They looked unstoppable. Ended up dropping out. Not sure what went wrong. Yeah, yeah. hard well, to say. You can hear you hear things in and out of the in and out of the club. Could be problems in the management or whatever. That's not for us to talk about. We don't yeah. really know. Obviously, going through that team, it's as you would expect. You got Trell at. Fullback Milne Johnson on the wings. Obviously, the addition of Jack Whiten this year. He'll jump in the centres with Tass while Graham's out for about half the year. Big big year for Tass while Graham's out. Trying to keep that first grade spot, pushing potentially pushing Whiten to a different position. Halves are Walker Ilias, Burgess Totola in the half front row with Damien Cook, Keon and Arrow back row with Murray on lock bench. Havili, Duncan, Mawali, Kepi. It's a good team. Very, very strong team. I feel like the addition of... The big addition of White, especially... Him at centre is so hectic. All the more important now that Campbell Graham's gone out. Yeah, 100%. So sad what happened to Campbell Graham. Um, a bit confusing that. I don't he's under- having surgery in the pre-season when he's had all off-season, unless he's done a bit more damage to it. Like, yeah, it's just a bit like of- he still wasn't in contact, but you would have to assume. So it makes it hard for me to believe that they didn't have a possibility it wasn't going to heal properly. Who knows with them? Um, it sucks, but because like coming, he was he was almost a shoo-in for the Blues last year, and now he's got another season he'll miss out. While you've got all the other centers in New South Wales who are picking up. Yeah, exactly. Um... Uh, we'll start from the top. We'll talk about Trell Mitt. Uh, obviously, if he's on, he's the best player in the comp. You know what you're getting from Trell attacking-wise. I think there's a bit to be desired with his effort plays in defence. It's what, what, you, what you can see in the games he plays, especially against good teams, it's very easy to take him out of the game because he lets it happen. Yeah. People kick him around the park and he, I mean... I don't know if it's his fitness or what, but he just he just coasts. He coasts. He coasts entire game, like yeah. like long parts of games, which he can't do as the star player in your team. He's lucky enough that he can just make up for it with how good he is in attack, but it hurts the team sometimes. The fact that they didn't make the finals last year that's a fire in his in his belly. Yeah, I, it has um, to be. I think there's a big year. Obviously, a lot of talk about him in the off-season, as there is every off-season, because he's such a polarising figure. Well, he's a needle mover, mate. Yeah, he is a needle mover. Um, Interesting to see what they do with Jai Arrow. We have him splodged in at that back row, but I can see a world where he gets put into that bench middle forward. You've got young guy like Talos Duncan knocking on the door. 
be interesting to see how he would go in a full year of first round on that edge. If Talis Duncan locks down a the back row starting spot, I would absolutely love um, to see Arrow as a middle because I actually think he does his best work there. I agree. And you've got Sean Kepi there. Hopefully another step up from Davey Mowali would really help. Just, yeah, Rabbitohs are just... They're going to play how they always play. Really strong attack. If their defence can hold up, I don't see a reason why they can't be pushing for the top of the table. No. If they can stay steady, you get Campbell Graham back. That's a super strong end to the year. I just, yeah... I think Elias has a lot of pressure on him this year. If Tars were to have a really strong first half of the season, there's the option of dropping Elias and having the half be Walker and Whiten, which is a scary combination. I don't think they'll do that. Unfortunately, I think Tars will get dropped when Campbell Graham comes back. Yeah, he. I mean, he's a he's an asset for any team that's looking for a, for a center. I think he actually played great last year. Um, Johnson looking to break this. Try scoring record this year. He's only about 25 tries off. And he's scored between 20 and 20. He's scored. He's, 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 he he's, could score 25 tries. He scores 20 tries a season in his sleep. Yeah. Uh, with Walker humming, he's probably going to get that record this year. Interesting to see what they do with Mamazulius. He looks so good. He and has. Obviously, Cook's not getting any younger. It wouldn't surprise me to see one of these. Bench forwards drop. I would say it'd be, it'd be either you could easily make it either Bird, Smiley, or Kepi, because Havili is such a yeah, got a, such a wide. He's. Sk- I think Havili has got the most upside there. He's got such a wide set of skills. He can play in the middle. He can play dummy half. It'd be good to give Cookie a bit of a rest. I don't think he needs it, but it's always nice to keep him as fresh as possible, considering how dangerous he is when he's a runner. Oh yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, another person who I think it's a big year for is Lockie Ilias. He had some highlights last year. I think he... He started the year really good when everything was working well. Yeah. I feel like when things got bad, he struggled. Obviously, he's still super young. And he... it does take time. And I think Rabbitohs fans do need to be patient with him. So do I. I just wonder what might happen because there is... Jai Gray in reserve grade, who is knocking on the door. It's a bit of alleviating pressure having Taff move to the dogs, but yep. if Ilias can guide his team around, don't make mistakes, good kicking game, make his tackles, there's no reason for him to be dropped. He just needs to get rid of his errors. There's like, you know, some, like, he's a great player, but just sometimes he'll just have a little bit of a. Like kerfuffle, he'll he'll kick the ball on out on the fall, whatever. If you're versing the good teams, you can't do that. Um, another Atalus Duncan is going to be someone I'm looking very closely at this year because I loved what I saw from him last year. I think if Burgess has a slow start, you'll see Arrow move into the front row with yep. Totola, who I'm looking at as having a big bounce back year. Yep. He's got rid of all his niggly injuries. He's one of the better props in the game when he's healthy and fit. I don't hate the idea of seeing Arrow and Totola as a as the two middle forwards. That's a that's a good combination. It's good grit in the middle, and that gives Keon and Talos that extra that room on the edge to do what they do best. They're both good hole runners. Yeah. Having someone like Talos Duncan running off Cody Walker, who's one of the better ball players in the comp as well. I um 
Yeah, I I think that's awesome. I think I'm so excited to see Keon go to another level this year. I think after Origin last year, he really stepped up his game. Obviously, it didn't lead to the wins we were wanting and hoping from the. You can only do so much from the back row. But I think he's he's pushed up into that top tier of back row, and I think he's only going to get better. Me too. Um, Cam Murray, he's going to do Cam Murray things. He's going to work his dick to the absolute bone. Every single game. I reckon to, he needs breaks. I think he just needs a bit of help. I do. I wouldn't be angry at him being a 60-minute lock. Like you say, like got to, like you could use the 10 minutes um, either side of half-time. I and, think that would be perfect and, for him. And you want a fresh Murray heading into the finals. Yeah. You don't want him carrying any injuries. Which he pretty much does, like all year, because he's playing he just 80 thro- minutes doing everything. throws his body at the line way too much. He's, he's and someone of his talent should be. He's got so much attacking upside. We just don't really get to see it this much, that much these days. He's just like a lot of like some people may say he's too tough for his own good, and he is. Like he he just he'll play with friggin' broken bones. Like he is so good. He's and, top three lock, and they're very interchangeable depending on the week. If he's fresh, he he's. Like, if he gets a break in the games, he's got high potential to be the best lock in the game. Oh, 100%. Look, I'm expecting this South team to have a good bounce back from last year. When they're on, they're probably the best attacking team in the comp. Just so much There's... attacking spark everywhere on this field. Yeah. Like, you look, they've got so many game breakers in this team. Adding Whiten, he... just a cherry on top now. That is a scary backline. Also, you've got... Obviously, he just got, unfortunately, injured. I think he's out for five weeks. But Ty Munro will be pushing for a he spot in this could team. could be anything. Like, Milne's a very solid winger. He'll make his tackles, get his work done. But it's just another game-breaker who's just lying around for him whenever they feel the need to have him. He, When I've seen him play, he just seems to be one of those players where he's always in the right spot. Yeah, he just <laughs> doesn't think... No, doesn't need to think, just... It's just that instinct that he has. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and him have... in a in a team with this sort of attacking prowess is is just unheard of. You've got the one four six potentially for New South Wales, <laughs> yeah. and the nine. It is like, an their spine insane is team. Ridiculous. If they aren't in the top four, it's something. It's a wrong. disappointment. It really is. Like top eight, fine, but they should be beating. Full strength. They're banging on that door to make the grand final and win the comp. Yeah, a hundred percent. And not really much more to talk about. There's their not team. many holes in their team. Then. No, they they don't have any. They need they they need a big year this year, and they if it's a disappointment if they don't. If Trollmick can stay on the field, stay healthy, don't get suspended, there's no reason why he's not banging on the door of Dalian. It's it is psycho to me that he hasn't got one yet. But I mean he hasn't played he has a, had a lot of time off every now and then. He needs to stay on the field. Him on the field is the biggest positive you can find in this Rabbitoh side. I don't really like comparing players to former players, but I'm going to anyway. Because just the way he reads the game, it screams GI. Oh, I mean, you've heard it that many times, but it is so... Doesn't help that he's also the fullback for South. Yeah, I know. It's He is so similar to GI, it's not even funny. And it's not even just the way he plays, the big fullback. It's like, they both 
just the way they, like you said, read the game, it's almost identical. Like, I've never seen a fullback so effortlessly work out where they hit the centre short yeah. or cut out to the wing. His does ball it. playing is ridiculous. And I don't like saying he coasts in attack because I don't think he does. I think he just, the game feels so easy to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's I, Look, you'll see him touch the ball three times when they're in an attacking set. It's just, he... He uh, likes to save himself for the attack. He does. When they're in, like, if they're in a nitty-gritty game, struggling to get into it, like the, tw- the opponent's 20, he doesn't seem to do much, I've but... I've seen a lot of instances... Instances? In, instances. Yeah, instances. Yeah, instances. <laughs> where the opposing team's done a little grab room thing goal and he's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, he... he Just the he, little one percenters, if he could pick up a bit, there's no stopping him. I'm hoping that his, like... The backlash that he was getting last year, deserved or undeserved, I believe it was undeserved. Um, I'm hoping it has lit a fire in his belly and he is just up for 100% effort. He's fit, ready to go for a big season, staying healthy. I'm, I really want him to see him in origin this year. And I'm a Queenslander, but I want to see him play Origin. I think yeah. he's absolutely unstoppable. Him in the centres at Origin is just one of it's the It's a scariest, New South Wales win. It's just one of the scariest sights you can see. It is. Um, that's pretty much the South. We have high expectations for them this year. If they don't, if they don't make the top four, I genuinely think it's not. It's a disappointing year. Speaking of high expectations. Well, we've had high expectations for this team for the last three years, and they have disappointed us every year. The fact that these guys aren't pushing, the Roosters aren't pushing for premierships, it's just they start way too slow. Uh, yeah, The fact that they're playing finals footy 10 weeks out from the season ending. It makes it very hard for them to play finals footy in the finals. Like, you look at their team, it's just top to bottom. you got Tedesco, fullback, Tupo, and Dom Young, like, the Roosters don't need Dom Young, yet they have Dom Young. <laughs> Manu and Suwali in the centres. The fact that Billy Smith can't make a first this first grade side is insane. Kiri Walker in the halves. I dare say they will start with Weir Hargraves and Lindsay Collins when JWH gets back. Yep. For the time being, I do feel that they'll start Tyrrell May, who had a really strong ending to the season. I was really impressed with him. Obviously, got Nat Butcher, CY Wong on the edges. Nat Butcher, one of the hardest working back rowers in the comp. Bradley, back in 13. Watson, Lenu, Crichton, Egan Butcher. Their team is so stacked. And, like, who on that bench is going to drop out when Maria Hargraves is back? <laughs> exactly. The only person you could say is... You um, don't know. Egan Butcher? You, he's the, the only person you could think, but that's only because you don't... You haven't. Connor Watson didn't play last year. Crichton didn't really play last year. Yeah. It's their team has so much potential. Like that's why we've got them in second. Their bench forward depth is as damaging, maybe even more damaging than their starting front rowers. Well, we spoke about it earlier off off potty. This front row pairing off the bench is literally probably better than the starting we've got front. Collins and Maria Hargraves who will get through that first twenty of work, and then you're gonna look up and you're gonna see Lenu and May running at you. They should be able to get on the front foot. In every game. At all times. And you there is not Brandon Smith, who loves a run in a dummy half. If 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 the Roosters are on the front foot, Brandon Smith is going to be even more damaging than he is. Like, and you've got Teddy sniffing around the middle. It's You can just see the way that they can play if they can put it all together. I mean, 
Teddy, he's openly said he had an off year last year. He's think, still he's still consistent. I think he finished the year a lot longer so than he I. started the year. Yeah. Um. He. I think. I think. Um. Once Teddy started getting the magnifying glass on him a little bit, people were just noticing things that he would do, which is just unfair because he still, he still plays exactly the same. Yeah. I feel like all the hate on him in Origin was a bit. It was unfair. Like it was New South Wales fans being. New South understand. Wales fans. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, no one likes to see Lindsay Collins jump over Tedesco, but that's just a testament to Lindsay, Lindsay Collins. Collins. You can't say that's Tedesco's fault. He got outlapped. It happens. It's not a good look, but yeah. I feel like Teddy sometimes tries to do a little bit too much. Yeah. He's got so much talent around him. If he could just take a step back a little bit and pop up a bit more. bit more ball playing. I'd love to see it because I think he is a good ball player. He just didn't do it much last year. And you've got so much talent everywhere. I think this is a big year for Walker. He's been a bit up and down. He's had some consistency issues. He When he's on, he's on. He is one of the most exciting halfbacks in the comp. Um, obviously, got dropped last year to reserve grade. Uh, was it Drew Hutchinson was playing at halfback for him? Doing a good... Actually doing a great job. And, like, it was almost surprising for... Um, Walker to be brought back into the squad, although he played it pretty did, bloody it well. Did a job. They won yeah. a Warbrick trial for prelim. Yeah, I mean, they sh- after last year they shouldn't have been in a prelim. They had a bang average year and in finished, in terms of their squad, but they just they just so gritty. If they bring their gritty defense into this year, which I think they will. And their team hits the straps in attack. They are... Um, honestly, I cannot see a world where they... only concern is that they may have too many mouths to feed in the back line. I agree. And... Like, how's Dom Young going to go from scoring 25 tries a year to being on the outside of Joey Manu? I've got a question for you. No this... hate on Joey Manu, but no. Joey Manu is an exceptional ball-playing he's, talent. He's, uh, he's got glue hands, mate. Yeah. He's got glue hands, which is understandable. He is in... I wouldn't pass the ball if I had the talent of Joey Manu. No. I, this might be controversial. Do you think Manu had a down year last year? I think Manu sometimes falls into the teddy yeah. of trying to do too much. There's only so much you can do at centre without halting the attack, and I feel like Manu is still struggling to uh, deal with that. Manu, one of the best centers in the comp and if he just I know he, I know they've got him as a you know f- center that floats around kind of like turbo in New South Wales but he just he just need he's still learning his craft he's, he needs to learn how to chime in better at better times and not chime in when he doesn't need to he doesn't it doesn't need to do everything yeah exactly right and I feel like if Teddy starts to, to same thing, take a step back. Manu might do the same. Um, Dom Young on the wing is gonna is just insane. Their wings pairing is ridiculous. Hopefully, Kiri can stay healthy because I feel like he helps Walker a lot. Yeah, it's not it's not many teams where you see the five eighth is settling the halfback down, but yeah. that is such a big uh, factor in this team. Look, they've got all the talent in the world to win the comp. 
They've got young players like Wong who's just going to get better. You've got Crichton coming back who was the best back row in the comp when he wants to be. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. It's just hard to find where it goes wrong for him. Radley, towards the end of last year, decided to like stop making silly decisions in... He he needs to find the balance between being aggressive and not taking it that step too far. He's been open saying that he feels like without his aggression, he doesn't have the same ability, which is, I mean... You can still be aggressive and just rein it in a little bit. He just needs to not lose his head, Yeah, which he seems to to have that under control towards the end of last year. (sighs) Yeah. If, If they don't start slow... They... Pushing for a minor premiership. Yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't finish top four. Let's put it this way. If this team doesn't... If this team has a similar season to what they did last year, I'm not here. I'd be looking at making changes. Yeah, 100%. Uh, not necessarily the team. It's... Yeah. Trent Trent has a big season this year. I think they will have a very strong season. So do I. I can't see it going any other way. For the minor premiership at the end of this year, who else? Uh, who else but the Penrith Panthers? What do you say about this team? Three premierships in a row, four grand finals in a row. They lose players, and it makes zero difference to them. They, they lost, lost. Yeah. Viliami Kikau and Matt Burton. Matt Burton. They lost Stephen Crichton. Stephen Crichton. But Kurt before Kate last well, year, they lost their players. Happy Coruscant. It seems like they lose the players and then next year they're better. It makes no sense. In a couple of years, we'll be talking about the forgot, the missed out 13 from Penrith. Yeah. And it will be just as good as their first grade side they have A hundred percent. Like, we'll read it out for you. Like, Dylan Edwards at the back, Mr. Consistent, Toto and Taruva, two of the best players in the comp, wingers in the comp last year. Taylor May slides right into Crichton's spot, which just feels unfair. Yeah. With Tago... Luai Cleary, Leota Fisher-Harris, Mitch Kenny, Sorensen, who just decided to be one of the best back rolls in the comp last year, <laughs> with Martin and Yao, Peachy, Lindsay Smith, Luke Garner, Matt Eisentooth. Starting from the back, Dylan Edwards. Should be pushing for an Odin spot. He has in the last couple of years. He, he, sh- yeah, he should be at right at the top of that, of those talks. If Teddy... Like, doesn't make it. New coach, you never know what he might be going for. Um, yeah, he's Mr. Consistent. He's Mr. Reliable. Look, you'll have... Their spine's their spine. Luai and Cleary will do what Luai and Cleary do. You've got Yao, who'll do exactly what Yao always does. I just... I don't see a world where they don't dominate again. I mean, you look at Stephen Crichton's replacement, Taylor May. It's one of the best wingers in the company's rookie season. <laughs> it's absolutely nuts. He's unlucky to not have won a comp, and he's played, what, a year? Yeah, literally. Uh, unlucky with an injury last year. You've got the best front row pairing in the comp right now, Leota and Fisher-Harris. They seem absolutely unstoppable. The I think their biggest loss... Uh, is Spencer Lenu. I think they're going uh, to... Not, not their biggest loss. Stephen Crichton, absolute start. Spencer Lenu has... They're going a... to miss that oomph off the bench. Yeah. Like, Lindsay Smith, Eisenhut will do a job. Wouldn't surprise me if they had some kid in reserve grade ready to rock and roll and murder someone. Yeah, exactly. They seem to... I mean... They might struggle a little bit during origin period. Depending they have on got... who they lose. 
so many yeah, rep players Martin, in that team. You got your their halves, Toto Edwards, like, but they seem to just make it work. Brad Schneider was a good signing. Yeah, he's a starting half somewhere. You could almost see him like just being. Oh, they've got Dane Laurie too. Dane Laurie, yeah, he could slide in somewhere. You can see Brad Schneider just being an absolute weapon now. You could be you? him being Jack Cogger two point like Dane Laurie, you can I can literally almost picture him as Lua. Like it'll be interesting because you got Jack Cole, I believe his name is from yeah, yeah. Banging on that door, he's a six. Laurie's looked good when he played for the Tigers at six. He was their player of the year a couple of years ago. Yeah. And the fact that they picked him up for peanuts is just a, such a Penrith thing these days. Um yeah, another person knocking on the door, he's still young, but Nathan Cleary's younger brother, Jet Cleary. I think he'll be the long-term solution in I, a few years. Don't be surprised if you hear Cleary, Cleary, Cleary. I think that is exactly what's going to happen. Do you reckon they carpool? Oh, probably. They'll probably all get in their G-Wagon and fucking head down to Penrith fa- I field. I just picture them having their own apartment complex, but it's just the Cleary family just they, living together. Yeah, they, just, they pretty much just own Penrith, pretty much, at this point. And does Cleary's kicking game get even better now that he's dating a world-class soccer player? Uh, does her kicking game get better? Does Mary Fowler... Break the record for most handballs in the season? <laughs> <laughs> That's very well put. Um, yeah, not much else to say about the Penrith team. They are just so... Their processes are the best that I've ever seen watching rugby league. I... They have the best case of next man up mentality. Yeah. They are, they are what Melbourne used to be, but... Way better. I even th- I, I like. This is the best team I've ever seen. A hundred percent. I actually, I they, hate to say it, I don't think it's close. Well, I believe that they can beat any team of any era. So do I. And I like I I have no doubt in saying that, which is just shows how good this team is. And you got to remember, Cleary is twenty five. He has got three. Like I mean, most of the team has three premierships, but Nathan Cleary. Is, what, what hasn't he won outside of a Dallium? That's the only thing. And it is crazy. I reckon... I don't know. He does... He's always good, but he's in such a good team that it's hard for him to get Dallium votes every week. If he has... If he just brains it every week, shoe in for Dallium. Yeah. Look, I just... Yeah, there's not much <laughs> to say about Penrith. You know what they're going to do. And... Yeah. Not much is going to change. They're going to be in the grand final this year. I would not... I I don't see... Aside from injuries, they should be the favourites to win a con. Yeah, and that's fucked, considering it's been four years <laughs> and they've been in the grand final. Before we do wrap up today, I do have a couple of questions for yourself. Yep. Who's your pick for Dallium this year? Mm. It's really hard for me to go against Ponga. Because yeah. I think... When they're winning, he just racks up so many points. I think, it's, in my head, it's a three-horse race between... I think Nico will rack up the points like yep. he always does. Yeah. I think Pong will rack up the points like he does. And then... If Trelly really? can stay on the yeah. field... I'm going to go Ponga again. If yep. Knights make the eight and they win enough games... He, he just, he's, he's, you can't take points off him. He's in a less star-studded team than, you know... Your Clearies, your Trail Mitts. Even like a bit lower, like Moses's and yeah. Gutho's, like they all share around the points because they're a bit more, don't want to say well balanced, but there's not one yeah. def- definite superstar. Like, 
it, like I've said earlier, the Knights, if they win, Ponga is their guy. Their guy. If he's not playing, they probably don't win. That's the thing. So, he's my pick for Dally M. Uh, who's your smoky, Matt? My smoky? It's really hard to not be biased. Yeah. I'm going to say, if anyone's going to make a big leap this year, it's going to be, I'm going to go for the Titans. I think they can make a real big indent in this comp this year. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I love to say it. I love to hear that. That's also my smoky because it's hard for me to have not not have them in the eight. I yeah. Who? They've got so much potential. They've also got a history of not performing for eighty minutes every game. Yeah. I'm really hoping Des has to bring some toughness into this game team. I think I know the answer to this one. Who's your biggest faller of the year? Biggest faller. Yeah. Oh. Who's gonna drop the most? The Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I can't see Losing Whiten is a massive loss. They are going to have... I don't know how Sticky's going to do it, but like they've got so many young players that are potentially in the team, but like no one knows where they're going to play. I think they will chop and change throughout the year. Yeah, exactly. I don't gonna... think they're going to get blown out a lot. No. But I think they're just going to struggle. They've got too much of the Raiders' DNA. They're gritty. Yeah. They are... Um, I don't think they'll win as many games by 1 to 12 this year. I Let's think just they'll say lose that. a lot of games 1 to 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Final question for you. Yep. Who, what is the grand final and who wins? Okay. I've you got can to do s- a biased and a non biased opinion if you want, because that's what I plan on doing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> biased grand final, uh, Titans in grand final, we win. Um, no. Let's go. I'll go. I think Penrith Brisbane. You reckon Penrith Brisbane again? It's really easy to say that. I think Brisbane are gonna be in the grand final again, but you know. I'm gonna go a bit off field. Souths. I'm gonna go for a Souths and Sydney. That is a Bunnies f- Roosters grand final. Wow! Imagine that. I'd love to be at that game. Obviously, I'd like to see Para Penrith and Para <laughs> get their revenge. Yeah. But I'm gonna go Rabbits Roosters and Roosters to win the comp. Imagine. Imagine the scenes. That would be amazing. If uh, that doesn't happen, we're not coming back to this part of the... We won't put this up. <laughs> if it does happen, I'm not gonna, you're not going to hear the end of it. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, um, thanks for listening, guys. Our first three episodes for our potty. Um, we're going to be releasing... Well, uh, two? Two One a week? Two a week. One we'll to two a, a week. We're going to do a bit happens. of a preview of... Preview of the trials and getting ready for round one. Yeah. All right. Thanks yeah. for listening. Enjoy. Catch you, lads.